Welcome back to the Serious Podcast. If it isn't serious, it isn't us. Better. Anyways, this week, we decided to review J. Cole's album, as you, mo- as you may have seen from what our social media said. We both listened to the album a few times in preparation, so we could really get, get what it was about. Mm, do you think you have a good idea of what it was about, Jacob? Um, kind of. I think like a little bit, but not entirely. <laughs> All right. Well, how do you want to do this? Um, I think if we just go by the songs in order, we can give the best. I think right. we just go by we could like the, like go by the album how you go by an album when you listen to it, you know? Yeah, that sounds good. All right, why don't you uh, go ahead and start us off with the title track here? All right, so we got 95 South. All right, so I, I just want to st- state one thing about this album before anything. This album, when I first heard it, the first time I heard it, I was like lying in my dorm room in college, deprived of sleep. So it hit so hard. Oh my God. It was the best album I had ever listened to. Like it was so, so, so good. Like I, I can't explain to you. It's like what heroin users feel when they use heroin. <laughs> it was, it was with a song called my life with 21 Savage. Oh, yeah. It was just beyond amazing. Um, it I just, it was amazing. But then I revisited it like a four or five times. And then I kind of got to knowing what the album was about. Because the album isn't just like about making your dopamine receptors pop off, you know? It's also about like J. Cole's story here. But that was very hard to get a grasp of. So, all, so like you said, 95 South. I'll start off with 95 South. Um, I, I mean, I liked this song. I couldn't really get a grasp of what it was about. But it was very, it was definitely very slick. You know what I mean? Like it had a very yeah, slick. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I know what you mean. It was like, also one thing, J. Cole, J. Cole knew what he was doing this whole album and he had a vision and he, and he followed that vision for better or for worse. And you know where he says that? He says that in the song Interlude. In the song Interlude, he says, we're going up or we're going down. Uh, yeah, either fair, way, yeah. I'm prepared. And that's, that's what he says. That's what that's what the song. What, that's what the that's what that's what this album is. It's just his vision. His exactly his vision. Exactly what he wanted. Nothing outside of that. So I like ninety five South a lot. Sort of as an intro to the album. I thought it was pretty good. Like it, you know, it sort of starts off like strong, to, like a kind of opposite to how a lot of albums nowadays start off. Um, he like really mean? just gets in there and just starts rapping right away. You know what I mean? I mean, it sounds it sounds like something the baby would do. The baby would definitely start strong. You know what I mean? Fair, yeah, yeah. Like, like he's got that, he's got this little intro with like Cameron or whatever, but um, yeah. Then he just gets get straight into putting on bars. You know, kind of respect yeah. that. It is pretty good, but I don't know. Just something I something I have trouble with in like albums that are lyrical is like honestly, I should have listened to this more because like I feel like you need like nine, ten listens to really grasp what it's about. You know what I mean? Yeah, you do. You like need to listen to it a couple times. A lot of times, looking at the lyrics can help. Yeah. Paying attention to rhyme schemes really, yeah, I think, can really help yeah. you. Yeah, Just trying yeah. to sound out the words and because it could be hard to understand sometimes. But yeah. yeah, like you can get the general vibe, but like I don't know. Honestly, I'm gonna be honest here. I did not prepare enough for this one. Like I thought I would have prepared enough for this one, but this album was like, if like, let's say this was like a little baby album. I prepared enough. 
yeah yeah but this being a j cole album i didn't prepare enough yeah of course i mean you know the the albums it's still in its infancy right i mean you gotta give it time to sort of settle and see where it's gonna right like you know what was it like when good kid mad city dropped I don't know, because I was I probably was <laughs> listening to music that, you know. Yeah, I was um, I was how old? I was nine years ago. I was ten. Yeah, nine years ago. Uh, I was still I was not popping exclusively City. listening to rap caviar or something, you know. Yeah. But, no, you, you didn't start that early. You were a little later than that. <laughs> they they started me young, four years old. Biggie. No, okay. Um, no, yeah. I don't know. I just I found this album as a whole very hard to grasp. There were parts where I felt like I knew what was going on, but there were parts that I just, I, it was just so hard to grasp. Like, mean like in terms of story or what do you mean? Story and in terms of what his theme was. Like, did he even have a theme? First of all, did, did J. Cole have a theme? I don't really know. Like I, it's, I mean, he obviously raps about his success a lot and he like, talks about how good of a rapper he is and everything like that but that's you know that's like brag rap every single rapper does that and you know every to single me, one of their albums this album songs, was but... just j cole being like i'm better than you i'm better than you and yeah kind of like a kind of like a brag rap there, there, there is a lot of that you know there's what songs he talk about that, that about? he tells that in applying pressure he's like he's like do you ever just need to do what you need to do to show that you are better than the other person and that they can never do what you can do. And they need to know that. Like he's trying, not only is he trying to prove his haters wrong about him, he's trying to prove to his haters that they can't ever be him. Fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like if LeBron was like, I mean, I don't know how much you follow sports, but it's like if, uh, trust me, like I know if, who LeBron is, you know, no, I'm, ta- I'm not talking <laughs> about if you know LeBron. I'm talking about, I'm talking about a, a sports commentator. So there's this guy named Skip Bayless who just comments on everything LeBron says. He just he just he just goes booze. He just goes bad. LeBron bad. LeBron LeBron's worse than Michael Jordan. He sucks. He's he's boof. Whatever. So like, oh, I actually forgot where I was going with this. Wow, that's that's unbelievable. Anyways, it's fun. Yeah, but the song the song applying pressure too. I mean, a lot of it's about. Oh, like I got what I, I remember. What I got with it. It's like if LeBron went went to like Skip Bayless after a criticism, after proving him wrong, and then said, "Skip, you you want to have a one on one? You want to have one on one? You want yeah, you want to yeah, duke it out? Right. So he was actually better on the court. Like that's what Jay Cole is doing here, which is kind of crazy." <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. He's totally just like rubbing it in the face of you know, basically every other rapper that he's just like you know he shitting. can take he can afford to like take these long gaps of you know, four, five, six years without releasing an album, just come back and be better than them still, even without the practice or anything. So he's he's literally shitting out poetry and then rubbing it in other rappers' faces. That's yeah. what he's doing. But I mean, you know, like, this album's great, of course, but it's it's been years in the making, right? Yeah, years. I think so. I but think I think so. it's worth the wait. And it feels that way. All right, well, we should move to the next song. Yeah, we should. Least. Amari. What do you think of Amari? I thought it was good. I liked it. I did too. I actually really liked this one. On yeah, the first no, listen, I didn't like it. On the second listen, you you go ahead. What do you? What no, do you I, I mean, like this, the whole album is good, you know. But like first three songs in this album, I think are really good. Hmm, um, that's your favorite combo. Yeah, I mean, you know, there are a lot of albums that'll have like two or three songs in a row that you just love to listen to over and over again. You know what it was for me in this album? 
It was Pride is the Devil, Let Go My Hand, and Interlude. Yeah, I mean, Pride is the, I really like Pride is the Devil and Interlude. Let Go My Hand is a pretty good song, too. But yeah. Pride is the Devil kind of reminds me of Pride by Kendrick, but he did mm. it in a very different way than Kendrick did. Like, I feel like Kendrick kind of expresses emotions, whereas J. Cole uses word, words. I don't know. You know what I mean? Kind of. I don't know. I haven't listened to Pride by Kendrick in a long time. Yeah, it's a very good song. It's a very good song. But yeah, but no, but I I did like Pride though. Really, I did. did too. I did like Pride though. Okay, Amari well, was very good. Yeah, I did. I mean, Amari like, obviously. It's it, Amari has some great one-liners. What were some? Um, uh, want smoke? N word, don't choke. I'm a whole fucking nicotine company. Greenville, the army, not navy. It's pretty good on. <laughs> I. I needed to pay more attention to the bars in this album. Yeah, no, there's some great bars on this album. Yeah, I'm sure there are. I should, I'm going to just pull up some, I'm just going to pull up some of them for to see them for the next song. Because I know what the songs sound like. I just don't really know what they are. I mean, I, I don't as much know what they're about. Yeah, no, but, but I mean, they my, sound great. Oh, you know what I can tell you my favorite line the entire album is? What? Spiraling up just like a rich N-word staircase. Wow. I don't know what about that line was so good. I, if it was the flow, if it was the beat combined with the flow. But something about that line was just unbelievable. Pretty funny, yeah. And it was like <laughs> such a specific but good analogy. Like, that's what rich people staircases do. Yeah, they, they have spiral that's, staircases, right? Yeah, they do. All right. The third song... Um, my, life. my life, yeah, it's probably my favorite on the album. Okay, that's I, I feel like that's a popular yeah. choice. I feel like, yeah, the there. I feel like I am making the popular choice, but also, like, I think it's like both their best. I mean, I think it's J. Cole's best performance on the album, and I think it's one of Tony Savage's best I performances of all time. You know, it kind of evokes memories of Monster by Tony Savage. Fair, yeah, I mean, that song is also a great Tony Savage song, yeah. Um, yeah, I had, no, this, I had the, a, the cadence, um, the flow, like the wordplay too. Like, I, I mean, I, it feels like Twenty One Savage is really developing more as an artist the more music he releases. Like, I didn't know how much Twenty One Savage could grow. I know, you know I mean? yeah, right. Like, like the first time I heard him on like Savage Mode or whatever, um, on No Heart and X, which are, like his <laughs> big blow up songs. Um, I mean, he was like, sit back and read like Cat in the Hat. And I saw Right, yeah, I sit back and read like Cat in the Hat. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I mean, this guy's just going to make trap music. Like, that's what he does. But no, his style has really developed and evolved over time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It has. Like, in that Genius Lyrics interview, he was like, yeah, sit back and read like Cat in the Hat. Like, Cat in the Hat, it's a book. You read books. Like, it was like, it was like very weak wordplay. Like, extremely weak. It was like amateur wordplay. Still hilarious, but no heart is such a funny song. You, yeah. when you're not like, maybe one day we're gonna go back. And <laughs> it. It's a good song. Yeah. Is it which? What's the one with Future X? X. I X. love his verse on that. Oh my god, Future Future's verse on that is so good. Beautiful work of art. You know, Future, <laughs> sometimes this song "Earth" by Mac Miller. Yeah. You know, Future Future sometimes doesn't even sound like Future. I know okay? he, he's so good. He just transcends himself. 
He's like, I am a different artist. Yeah, he's, he's got, he's, he's, you know, pretty good in that department. I think. Talented. He's, he's, yeah, he's talented, and you wouldn't really expect it coming from a guy like him. Yeah, so. drink all that syrup, fucking a bunch of baby mamas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he said he'd stop lean back in like some time. I remember, but yeah, I mean, he's so he's not drinking lean like anymore. The equivalent good, of but... one of our friends being like, "Yo, I'm taking a tea break." <laughs> <laughs> okay but no like he actually he actually has like stopped drinking lean for a while pretty <laughs> sure pretty sure um but i want to say one more thing about my life moray you know moray or was his name moray is that what yeah is? yeah the dude that verse Coke, that yeah. verse his singing was so good the singing is good yeah i like it. i just loved it it really ties the song together for me it was like so i i was ranking all my songs i put the numbers next to them and i gave my life a nine and what really made it a nine for me was Moray's singing. Like, I really loved it. Yeah. And then how do you feel about applying pressure pressure and punching the clock? Because those those two songs, I feel like, are doing very similar things. Um, hmm. How do I feel about them? I do agree. I think they are similar songs. Um, yeah. He seemed like at a very similar point in the album when he put those two together, like applying pressure, punch. Like it's like a duality almost. Like you're applying the pressure, then you're punching the clock. Like I don't know. I don't. I don't know exactly what that means. But, <laughs> but like. There, I, yeah, I mean, I get what you mean. There's something there. There's some duality for sure. Applying pressure, it does tell what the album's about. When he says like, "I'm gonna go get it." I mean, yeah, he, like, yeah, in that song, he talks about the hustle a lot, right? He talks mm -hmm. about, like, let me look up the lyrics again. I forget the exact one. Started my grind where crime festers, nine showing, like, they and they second trimesters. I mean, you know. Let's just read some lines from this guy's songs. Who's David East? No idea. <laughs> I need to, I'm going to look up who David East was to see how good this, this research is. Yeah. If you can, you can just click on the genius line. It'll tell you he was a New York based rapper. Is a New my, York based My rapper. latest. Oh, he likes Dave East. I like Dave East too. He's cool. These whip whips hard behind closed doors. Can't pay the lease. Ain't nothing wrong with letting check the check. Cause most have to. So oh, this next talk. Yeah, Why don't you talk about you being a broke rapper? That's a perspective I respect because it's real. Yeah, that's a hard line, right? I mean, that's, again, more calling out people just for being yeah. fake. Yeah, right? he's actually, like, shitting on people in his songs. Yeah, but no one's specific, but, you know. Yeah, he's, like, he's like shitting on philosophies, almost. What's it like to be nice as fuck, but not to stress to pay the bills? That was me. And, and then he talks about when he was okay. broke, you know? Yeah, this is a, this is a very... Very nice lyrical song. Oh my! Not even dates on days I celebrated my birth. Just did the mental ma math and calculated my worth. I'm not sure I understand what that means. Do you get what he's saying there? Huh? Do you get what he's saying there? Not even on dates I celebrated my birth. Just did the yeah, yeah. Is it like not even not even you didn't even get see cake on like his birthday? It's like more wordplay basically, right? Oh, okay, that's very clever. So like cake could be. Like, when you when you first hear the line, you're probably like, "That was me in OA, see a no cake." That could mean you're either thinking money or ass, right? 
Yeah, true. So, and then true. he says, not even on dates, I celebrated my birth. Now you're thinking of regular cake, right? Yeah. Interesting. And then... Yeah, I mean, his workplace... And then when there. you get to worth, you're thinking <laughs> of the fact that people aren't celebrating his birthday as his worth, like his worth day almost. He's celebrating his own worth based on like how well he's doing. It's not about right. how... Yeah, yeah, at this point, him. right? Like back when he was broke, people didn't really know his worth. So like every point, single right. line... It's just an evolution upon the past line. I think that could apply to the whole album. Every single line is an evolution past the, on the past line. You know what I mean? Song. I mean, I could see that, but at the same time, I feel like each song is still pretty unique from each. They're like still pretty unique from each other. Can you explain to me how? Um, I mean, they at least sound different, right? Oh, they like, definitely there, sound there, are, there, there are songs that they're like, they may be talking about similar subject matter, but they're bringing it up in different ways. So right. let's find an example. I mean, as an, as an amateur rapper, I've realized there's only a few things you can talk about. Right. <laughs> there's, there's not that much to talk about. Like, what am I going to say? Oh, I go to college. I have a B average. Like, what, who gives a fuck? <laughs> you have to talk uh, about things. I mean, you, you, have to, you have to have like something worth walk, talking about. Obviously, you, right? to, you honestly have to have a lot of pain in your life. I feel so, like. so, like, let's bring it back to my life, right? And you're thinking about he's talks about. I mean, everything in my life is just talking about how he got to where he was, just have, building himself up more, right? And then in the other ones, it's like more, you know the other kind of side of it where he's like talking about like you know you fake as hell you broke it was wrong with you get your money yeah like i i feel like j cole has had moments like this in the past like the songs like intro to fall off or like more of those um like high for hours like he's had songs like this before but i've never i feel like he's kind of on the outside looking in you know what i mean of what like he's on the outside of the of like the rap game looking in uh yeah you know i don't like i don't like to say that he's on the outside of the rap game but yeah i mean it seems like he's a little bit disconnected from the rest of the culture but i think that's a good thing it in some ways too because he also brings in you know outside perspectives like right i think i mean a little baby he's not right right. yeah exactly one of the like most respectful things about him is that he's not like you know, he like just doesn't really like to flex. Like that's not really his thing. You know, I mean, he'll talk down to you if he makes more money than you. But you know, he doesn't buy useless things just to show off that he has money. He only flexes things that matter, in my opinion. Like, you know what I mean? Like flexing yeah. your abilities, yeah, yeah. not you. your money. Because like that's also a shitty thing to do. To flex your money. Flexing your abilities is not necessarily as shitty. You know. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. All right, so we're now we're on hundred mil. Yeah, sure. I mean, when I put down this in my notes, I just wrote "Still Fire." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like the song. You know, <laughs> it was really nice. It's a nice, it's a nice goddamn song. It's got Boz on it, right? Yeah, it does have Boz on it. Actually, I like Boz a lot. The features in here were very subtle. They're yeah, but they're very selective. You know, like they I are. Like, I feel like he chooses who he does features with and where he puts them like very specifically, you know, he puts like 
specifically does one with 21 savage with like a good singer because if you remember like on a lot like there was that um yeah. sample that they used had the vocal feature to it and i think yeah, that he's very musically inclined uh, like yeah definitely he, he has the brains for it yeah he does too oh i love this line don't care if it's michael b jordan that's calling my woman to fuck she ain't never gonna pick up <laughs> Uh, to have the confidence to say that your wife wouldn't cheat on you. I mean, most, a lot of people's wives wouldn't cheat on them with Michael B. Jordan. But like, as as a flex, it's a very good flex because Michael B. Jordan, I mean, have you seen Killmonger? Like, let's be honest, guys. This man, this man is in shape. Like, he's in shape. He's, he's what we all want to look like. Like, you know, of course. he's got it covered. So that's definitely a good line. I like this one because he's he's talking about how he's just getting better. Like how that's oh that's what I remember about this. I love how he's just saying 100 mil. I made 100 mil. I made all this goddamn money, but I'm just getting better. I'm just every time. Cause like, let's go through J Cole's career. Cole World, the sideline story. That was that was trash. You listen to that? Wait, what? Let's go through J Cole's career. Have you listened okay, to yeah. Cole World, the silence, the sideline story? Nope. Really? It's not so good. It's no. it's nothing like the rap you hear on here. Clopus discography. Not even close. Okay, yeah, fair. I listen to Born Sinner. Yeah. Born Sinner actually sounds like him. It, he becomes himself in Born Sinner. Um, That's fair, yeah. Songs like Forbidden Fruit are like, honestly, could be on this album. Forbidden Fruit could make this album. It's, it's good enough. Mm-hmm. Then he like had his like, what was it called? Forest Hills Drive. Yeah, 2014 and, Forest Hills Drive. I, mean, I don't remember. I don't know if you remember the end of the like album, the last song. He's talking about how it's like his masterpiece. He's made it. He's done it. There's no crown anymore. We all share the crown. Like whatever. Then comes 2016, For Your Eyes Only. I don't really know what his intentions were, were with that one. But it seemed like a very personal project. I think. I, oh yeah, I think I remember. It was about his love with his um. With, it was about his wife. It was about his wife. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, for your eyes only, was not a big fan of. Fold and close. Fold and close. <laughs> yeah, same with um, honestly, like, same with KOD. It was not just didn't really like it that. KOD to me was like it's just not that good. Yeah, like it, it's got a couple good songs on it here and there, but overall, it's just so weird how Jake Cole can be so amazing and then, I think 2019 is when he turned a leaf. To be honest. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah. The London, yeah. The London, the Dreamville album was amazing. Yeah, a lot. Like he turned a corner. I don't know what happened. I don't know what changed in his life. Maybe he had a different diet. I don't fucking know. Point is, this man, this man changed. He he got better. Oh yeah, no, he definitely got better. He leveled up for sure. Not hundred percent sure what it was. Like he's definitely rapping over. Beats, I feel like, that suit him more now. Um, yeah. That too. Like, a lot of his other beats, I feel like they were softer. Or, like, on KOD and stuff, they just didn't have the same type of, like, emphasis that you're looking for in a J. Cole song. Type of, yeah, like, they didn't. Beat. I feel like J. Cole's abilities are to go hard. Are just to go hard. That's really, it. like, that's, it. that's, like, what his strength is. Is the ability to rap with 
powerful lyrics. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm trying to think of a good way to word it. Um, like, he has a lot of, in, he, like, can put intensity in his voice. Like, he can be very intense on a song. Yeah. And also like be it, very verbose at the same time. Like, have all yeah. these good rhymes and good lines and stuff. It's different from Kendrick. Yeah. But it makes for an interesting listening experience, but definitely one that's still good. I have an important question after we, well, okay. You know, I'll just ask right now. Outside of your favorite rappers, who are Freddie Gibbs, Danny Brown, Kanye West, um, and who else? Denzel no, Curry. Got a couple. Yeah. Denzel Curry. Who do you think is the best rapper ever? Who? Yeah. Oh man. Oh God, I don't know. There's so many like, because it's so hard to define best, right? Like best in. Like best in terms of metrics, or like best in terms of metrics, it would be like Drake, right? And I think that's, I mean, still. most it's people like, call Drake the best of the twenty for of the two thousand tens. Yeah, he made the most money, had the most songs. But I'm talking about highest quality. Who's the most high? Who's the highest quality rapper? You think? I, I honestly don't like. I don't really think there is a single highest quality rapper. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like I. I haven't really thought about it that much, like who I thought was the best. But yeah, no, I don't really think there's a single highest oh, quality I, artist. Because there's I've so many thought... different art, like artists by themselves, they have so many different sounds, right? And their personal sound is what makes their identity. Yeah. So, Comparison is hard, the thief of joy. So I guess, I guess we, we shall compare no more. Um, what is it? Next song is Prize the Devil. And oh, I the can, song with Baby, right? Yeah, I love this song. Yeah, this song is awesome. <laughs> I, I love the feature. I love how honest Baby was. I loved how he was talking about, like, yeah, I got a lean addiction, and that's a problem. I like. Yeah, you know, Baby's, like, pretty honest in a lot of the songs he is in. So, so you know how, like, in 2016, there was this whole movement, like, of the mumble rappers, and everyone was freaking out. Ah, Mumble rappers, they don't even rap. They just, uh, they go A and ah, and ooh, yeah. or whatever the fuck. I feel like these mumble rappers have turned into such talented artists. No, yeah, they have. And like the ones who... The ones who didn't just left the game. Yeah, they literally just fell off. Like, look at like Small Perp and Lil Pump, right? They're I mean, gone. They're gone, right? I mean, I if mean, you want yeah, to, you can, you can go listen to a Smoke Perp's album and uh, 2,000 other people will have joined you. So... <laughs> I'm okay. Like, I have not listened to it. Yeah, but that's it. Like, but like thinking about, I mean, God. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just I think it was unfair to classify Gunna and Lil Baby as mobile rappers to begin with because they were still rapping. They just had like, I think at that point they still had like really thick accents and it was hard to understand them or like they were you know like especially Gunna. And oh my then, God, yeah, I remember much, like much. Yeah, like much dank making fun of them and like interviews about them, like yeah. not speaking English or something. Right. Oh, yeah, and I, I remember the first Gunna song I heard was "Oh Okay." It was like oh, you just I can't understand. Song. You just can't heard, understand anything. I heard it's it recently. Like, it's, a good, it's a good song. Good song. Good song. Yeah. <laughs> good song. But I feel like there's a separation between Lil, Lil Baby and Gunna. I feel like Lil Baby is good, whereas Gunna is middling. Gunna's there. Bad. Yeah. I agree with that. I like I hate to say it, but I kind of do. 
Lil um, Baby can carry his own album. Yeah, <laughs> Lil, right. Lil, Lil Baby right. could have been given a song on this album and had it be a joint album, and it would have been successful. For sure. Yeah, of course. Can you imagine if 21 Savage and J. Cole made a joint album? Uh, it might, dude. It might. I mean, <laughs> it would be. At this amazing. point, I wouldn't even be that surprised. I feel like they have a good relationship. Yeah, they come in and feature on each other's songs, kill yeah. the uh, kill the verses while yeah, letting yeah. the other good. not fa- fall off. Like it always goes so well for both of them. What? And it doesn't feel like they're in competition either. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, doesn't, and personally yeah. for me, for me, Twenty One Savage is like one of my top fifteen rappers, top ten. He's like, and he's up there for sure. Yeah, he's good. No, I really do like him. Excuse me. Damn, he's definitely grown on me a lot over the past like couple of years. At first, but, I mean, but he's also released more music over the past couple of years, right? Yeah. I think the first album of his I listened to all the way through was um, Without Warning in 2017. I mean, that album's great. It's a trap album, right? And I was still like, you know, he was just, at this at that point he had only released like trap music. And Is stuff. that the one where it's like, and then we hit the booty club or whatever? I don't know, it? but it's his it's his album with Me- um, Metro Boomin and Offset. Yeah, yeah, it's the it's the one where he goes like, and then we hit the booty club or whatever. Oh, you showed it to me this beginning of the semester. <laughs> you, you were driving and you played it, and I was like, it's called disrespectful. Disrespectful. Oh, disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. Then we hit the uh, booty. That, that, yeah, fantastic song. Yeah. <laughs> I like the when the beat changes. Oh, it's nice. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's yeah. a lot of good um, songs on that album, too. Oh, good music everywhere. For anyone, yeah, the, for anyone. The first song feels, I listened to, or the first album I listened to that I was impressed by was I Am Greater Than I Was. But yeah, we should probably get back to J. Cole and stuff. We should. Let's do that. So, um, Let Go My Hand. I really, really like this song. Yeah, I like it too. A lot. Like, I like how he's talking about his son and what he has to do for his son. And I also like that this song doesn't feel like any other song in the album. It has no similar, like, it feels different. Yeah, and I think that's because of the features, honestly. What do you think of the features? Uh, Boz and Black? Yeah. I think it's good, but, like, I didn't even think that's what made it different. I think what made it different was um, so let go of my hand. So what I thought made it different, personally, was the beat. The beat felt so like, like I don't know, like there was space. Like all the other beats, they felt like the beat. I felt like the beat like kind of took up part of the song. Whereas in let go of my hand, it kind of felt like it was like a little aerated, almost. Fair, yeah. There's there's a lot of aerated. It's because the beat is so simple. It's like a snare and, I don't know, a couple other... The, the drums are very simple. Yeah. And there's, like, a little bit of piano or another instrument on top of it, and that's... And then one other thing, and that's it. And like... And they're not doing, like, complicated things with it. They're just letting it go. Yeah, it's very mellow, laid-back beat. Um, I like But, that. yeah, no, I, I definitely think... Uh, the style that they rap on with this, very nice. I really like Black's verse. Um, it was good. Yeah. Very good. It was good. It was good. And now we come to my personal favorite. Interlude. Now, that's weird because Interlude was released last week. And I gave it a 9 out of 10. But just due to the context of it in the album, 
It's a ten out of ten. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I love this song. It's so good. Bro, it's like he basically bears his soul, in my opinion. Yeah, especially goes. especially position in the album, you know, like almost at the end. Definitely fits the vibe for it, you know. It does. He just goes, I'm going up or I'm going down. And everyone knows by this point that J. Cole is going up. By this point, yeah, you know where he's going. He went back up, right? Like, Yeah, you know he's going up. Of course. Up. This album is basically him going back up. Oh, my God. Holy shit. What? That's so interesting. What? Thinking I about just it. realized <laughs> the next song is called The Climb Back. Yeah. And he's talking about going back up and going going down. You think he right. like meant that? You think he meant like the climb I'm sure back? that's what he meant. I'm sure that's what he meant. I think this whole album is like sort of him saying like, hey, I'm back. Like, you know, like I'm up here. Like, this is where I am. I'm up here. This makes so much more sense to me now. But I'm looking at it like, like, <laughs> like, a, like the, the, uh, the Torah, which is the Jewish. Um, I know, I know what the Torah is, bro. It's okay. Yeah, I'm looking at like the Torah. <laughs> there's so many fucking like parallels and shit, which is, which is how you learn about it. Jewish school. So I'm looking at like the Torah and it's like it's like wow. This man this man is biblical with his names. He is he is smart about how he names his shit. <laughs> he hits the interstate, runs into Amari, tells him about his life. Maybe Amari applies some pressure. He's now he's punching the clock. He's got a hundred mil, but he's still gotta keep going. Even he needs to remember though, pride is the devil, even though he has a hundred mil. Don't get too prideful. He has to he has to let go. We have to learn what it's about. We have to take a little pause, and then it needs to climb back. Then we're close to the top, and then we're on the hillside again, and there's a little bit of a little hunger. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I for- completely forgot about this. He talks about, like, when him and P. Diddy got in a fight. Did yeah, you what, hear about that? Yeah, I did. I yeah. In the song, not in, not in reality. I didn't know about that anyways. And yeah, when did him and P. Diddy get into a fight? Yeah, so what happened was, um, this was a while ago, like, uh, in one of Kendrick's freestyle, like, Diddy got tight with him about, like, I don't know, something he said about the King of New York or something like that, and, um, like, tried to pour a drink on him, and I think, like, J. Cole, like, stepped in and, like, pushed him or something like that, like, threw a punch or something. (laughs) I can't imagine J. Cole doing anything violent. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, and then the outro is, um, I think it's Diddy, which is interesting. <laughs> so. It's Diddy? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? He's featured? Oh, I'm confused. What are you trying to say? Yeah, yeah, I'm saying he's featured. He's He does the outro of the song. Oh my god, I didn't even know. Where he talks about him. Literally? <laughs> Did he get into fights? That's Boz. Are you sure? Yeah, it says can be afraid of sunlight. Yeah, it's Boz. Outro Boz. Be cool if it was Diddy, though. We can pretend it's Diddy. Yeah, it's Diddy. Good job, Diddy. <laughs> yeah, it's Diddy. Good job, Diddy. Uh, interesting. This is telling me it's Diddy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I have more feelings about the album as a whole than I do as a, as they are singular pieces. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
kind of like J. Cole, how he feels about the Quran. Remember that line? He's like, uh, Quran interesting. I see the wisdom in it. <laughs> Talking about the Quran, he's like, I see the wisdom in it. Yeah, yeah. That was a very interesting line. I like when people who are have a religion, like can can uh, like say that another religion also has wisdom. I appreciate that. Yeah, I feel like most rational people like understand that like yeah. all religions sort of came from the same idea, but they did. It's Jeez. good. To, it's good to see some sort of religious unity going on. Yeah. No. Um, um, yeah. No. I don't know. It was a really good album. I have conflicting feelings about it. I don't know how it's going to age for me just because of the way I listen to it. Um, but I think as an album, I would have to give it a nine point five out of ten, maybe ten out of ten. Nine point five. That's fair. That's fair. Like, I don't know if I'd give it that high of a rating. Honestly, what would you give it? Hmm. I don't know. Thinking about it, I think um, probably um, somewhere. Probably somewhere around a seven and a half, I think. Really? Yeah. Not what's, that I didn't J- like it, but what's Jiggle's best album in your opinion? This one? I think this one. I think this one. If you don't count um uh Dreamville or Revenge of the Dreamers, but You think Revenge of the Dreamers was better? I do think Revenge of the Dreamers is better. Um but I mean it was also a group it was also a group album, it was a group effort. Right. So, does that yeah, I think sense. I think one thing that makes the album really good is how diverse the sound profile is. You could be listening to, you know, Guap Dad one minute and then go straight to J. Cole and then go straight to, you know, Jid and then go straight to T.I., something like, you know. I hope, I mean, I hope, I, hope, I hope they do it again. Probably, will they do it with T.I. though? Because he was caught with sex trafficking. Like, I don't know if they'll do it with him. Was yeah. he sex trafficking? Really? Yeah, he he caught he was he was caught like doing some sex trafficking. Oh, Jesus after Christ. after he was caught checking his daughter's hymen every time after she went to the doctor's office. What? To see if she was still a virgin. Bro, what? Is as wrong? as if that's reasonable, which is not. What is wrong with this guy? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Nice. He's a. He All right. Won't be yeah, they're probably not. He's been put on the R. Kelly list. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't matter because T.I. wasn't officially part of their label anyway. So, no. not a big deal. He was not. Yeah, it's exciting things for the future, though. It's, I don't know, I just... This album, like, for some reason depresses me, but at the same time, I really like it. I don't know. It's a really good album. Like, I, it's almost perfect. Like, it's so well-made. Like, you can't yeah. say it's not well-made, right? No, 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 it is. It's well made. Very well made. Very well produced. The whole thing. What's an album, what's an album you say you would say was a 10 out of 10 for you? My view of old Dark Twisted Fantasy? Yeah, I'd say MBD. Yeah, it's probably that's a 10 out of 10 for me. What, what is it that makes that a 10 out of 10 versus this? Uh, every song on it is really good. And I like a lot. Whereas in this song, you didn't like every, on this album, you didn't like every song? I mean, it's not that I. I liked every song, right? But it's that songs were some songs were pretty similar to each other. Yeah, felt like that's or, what holds it back. Yeah, I mean, also, I feel like it didn't just. 
have this i mean you know something like mvdtf also has a lot more like context behind it i feel like like some sort of weight um all, i mean that may be because of the way it's written too um I don't. I think that I think you hit the nail on the head. That's why I don't like it as much as I want to like it. It's because this this album just sounds too similar to itself the whole time. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So MBDTF has what I would consider to be probably like the best production on a rap album of like of all time. Just very good. So if J Cole is, wants to step up his game, he needs to diversify his sound, basically. Uh. I think diversifying his sound would be a good first step. I do think so. But I mean, it's not its not like he's not great already, you know? No, he is great. But, right. But now I'm just thinking about him as like, as if I'm his manager. <laughs> like, how do I make J. Cole better? Yeah, right. That, at this point, I mean, at this point, if I was J. Cole's manager, I probably say nothing because J. Cole's doing enough by himself right now. Like he's building his own hype. He's releasing his own music. As long as he... You know, it's making his fans would, happy, which is what this album give, is. Then, yeah. I would give him an idea. And J. Cole, if you do see this post, this podcast, I will just let you know. This was a fantastic album. However, if you want to be, if you, you say you're the best, you do. If you want to be the best of the best, you need to diversify your sound a little bit and have songs that are not all the same sounding. You need different different types of songs. You need a runaway, you need a monster, you need a devil in a new dress. <laughs> Gorgeous. Yeah, I mean that album that album also definitely had a different theme, right? Right. Um, I, I was thinking about it, like these songs, like what am I gonna listen to on, on its own? Like as like I think these songs are all fine to listen to by themselves. But like there's there's nothing that pops out. Like for my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, there's a few songs that pop out. Here these songs are very similar, so you get punched in the clock on, and then you get prize the devil on. And you're like, eh, I was, I've already listened to this, you know. And I guess right, that's yeah, really, that's really what bothered me. That's what's been bothering me about the album. That's it. That one thing. That's, I mean, but out of all things to bother you, you know, that's not really a bad thing. So yeah, no, it's not that bad. <laughs> Just kind of got under my skin. Yeah, um, it was a good album. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. it was a good album. So, anyways, thank you guys for joining us today on the Serious Podcast. It isn't serious, it isn't us. <laughs> and uh, see you in the next one. See you around.